Hey everyone, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Gary Baldus from New Walk Church in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Thanks for joining, whether you're on our live stream, social media, or here in whichever podcast app you're listening from. Your support's greatly appreciated. I can't wait to get started on our next episode, so let's get right to it. Okay, hello, Monday podcast viewers and listeners. This is indeed the Monday version of the podcast where we take time to grow, get better as men. If you are watching, joining us right now on any of our six platforms where you're listening or viewing, would you please uh, do us a favor and engage in some way or another? Very simply, you can hit the like button, heart button right now, and that will help. You can, uh, you can comment, you can share, hit the share button. All these things help us get the word out. Of course, audio platforms you can review today. Uh, maybe kind of short, but maybe be helpful to you as a man in relationships. Want to talk a little bit more about how to identify some behaviors in love relationships, particularly marriage, but love relationships in general. So we will uh, go through all of this. If, of course, you have something you want to add, please feel free to do so in the comment section. All right, here we go. On a Monday, one of the things that I uh, have just been looking at is behavioral patterns in those relationships and marriages. And what I'm going to say to you is, again, time of self-identification right now for you as a man watching this. There are uh, many different ways, I think, to break down behaviors and relationships and kind of categorize them to understand them a little bit better. I was reading an article on uh, from Focus on the Family that talked about, you know, how uh, some marriage therapists in the Christian realm have seen things develop and they kind of kind of see five categories of marriage struggles. And so I want to give you uh, some of these and maybe you can look at it and see how this has affected you in the past or is maybe affecting you now. My challenge would be to you as a man would be this. If you hear something that's kind of a red flag to you and you say, yeah, this is a bit of a struggle in my own marriage or my own life, I would say to you, you know, get help, of course. All right, We don't just identify a struggle. That's not what I want for you. I just identify a struggle and then, okay, I'm not going to do anything about it. So let's always always say if if there's an identification of an issue and we know it's problematic okay we're going to keep we're going to get help all right so let's uh be reminded that anytime we look at behaviors as a man we can always tie it back to things in our past right we do that all the time here on the podcast we're trying to remind men to, to see how that's impacted their life it's why us being the very best men we can be is so critical to our children, to the people around us, because we are a part of somebody else's past one day. And our influences, men especially, your influences on people are affecting them in the future. So we always know there's sort of this history that we bring into relationships, that we bring into a marriage that can be very good. <laughs> or it can be very bad. And I want to probably particularly talk about things maybe in your childhood that's affecting your, your marriage or relationships today. 
Uh, the Focus on the Family article says that uh, one struggle is that men and women in the relationship, somebody is the avoider. And they talk about uh, the avoider is somebody who um, m- maybe in, in, in their homes uh, they were uh, lived independent. They uh, didn't get a lot of nurturing and love growing up. They uh, didn't have a significant bond in their childhood with parents and siblings. And so they didn't get taught emotional health. They, they weren't invested in an emotional level. And the, so they're very, as we talk about even just the other day, stoic. All right. These are people that will oftentimes have a hard time digging deep into the relationship. They become as classified as an avoider. Uh, are you an avoider for intimacy? Like, I'm not talking about sexual intimacy because a lot of men aren't avoiders of that, but deep conversations, deep things that need to be dealt with, deeper emotional things. You are the avoider in the relationships. And so, because you are the avoider, you are considered a void of being present to your spouse. Obviously, a woman can be the avoider as well, but this is more likely to be a men issue here, and uh, so you, you're just incapable of having intimate, deep-level conversations. That's the first one. The second group is called the pleaser. The pleaser, all right? So the pleaser was put in you know certain situations growing up where they, were, um, they, they needed to be very well-behaved, uh, in in their life for some reason or another, maybe they lost um, they lost uh, the ability to uh, ever please their parents in some way or another. They uh, they avoid conflict. You know, I've I've noticed that uh, men who are um, missing, I think, good only raised by women oftentimes have like a a people-pleasing nature to them where they want to, uh, you know, they, they just uh, they just kind of get along. They weren't taught maybe the tougher side of dealing with things in life, and so they just kind of people-pleasing. I think that's one area you'll see. Uh, they'll just go out of their way to make everybody happy. Uh, I've dealt with this over the years. I've had uh, multiple people, not in, in, in marriage, I'm not talking about marriage, but just in that I've met in life who are struggling or you know, even people in, in ministry, they just want to be people pleasers and they're not able to advance very well because they just want to make everybody happy. But people pleasers in relationships, especially love relationships, um, they are putting themselves in this cycle of having to just you know, always make everybody happy. It's not met in the in the right flow of love and care. They oftentimes avoid conflict. I said that earlier. They avoid conflict. They're not honest about their feelings. They withhold uh, honesty about how they're struggling, so that everybody in the relationships uh, in the relationships around them, particularly their marriage, will always be happy. It's very unhealthy. It's not how we we're designed. We weren't designed to just try to make everybody else happy. We we're designed for a covenant marriage where we give of ourselves equally, we give of ourselves towards one another together working through conflict that makes the bond of marriage even greater. Uh, The vacillator is uh, somebody who 
is, uh, you know, they, they grew up in a way, you know, constantly wanting maybe more, wondering when they would get more growing up attention and love and care from their, from their parents, from a father, from a mother. And they go into relationships uh, not knowing what good relationship is. And here's what they'll do. They'll hit a high of a relationship. It'll be everything. It'll be amazing. Maybe you've met these people. It's the next great high of a relationship. And then life sets in. Uh, the, the truth about who the other person is. We've got to start doing the hard work. And it's like, oh my goodness, I, I got to bounce. I got to go to the next thing. I got to go to the next thing. They're always desiring more because they didn't get enough attention uh, growing up. But they again, there's no depth because they didn't get deep attention, they don't have their own depth. And so they bounce uh, from one place to the next. I just need to be happy. Vacillators have this swing of idealism that turns into anger and resentment. And so they, they'll just continue to move on. Uh, the controller, what is the controller? Uh, controllers learn controllers controller behaviors either growing up they were raised under a controlling environment and they live that way or uh, they uh, become somebody who they've had to tolerate very difficult things growing up and they've decided that um, sorry they, they've had to, they've gone through very difficult things growing up and they put in place a way of living to keep things from ever happening again in their life. These are, these are people who are dealing with uh, what you might say controller mentalities. I have a vow that because I was damaged growing up, I, I'm going to make sure that I control environments in my life from this day forward to never be damaged again. And they put things in place constantly to keep to keep that sight, that everything spinning, that you know, everything spinning the way that they want it to go, to keep from ever being hurt. And of course, the victim is somebody who's been through somebody so much. Uh, this is kind of the last one to talk about. The victim has been through so much brokenness in their life that they'll have they have this sense that they can never win in life. They can never. Uh, be successful. They're always playing the victim card in their life. They're always down. You know, well, I've had this thing. All these things got injuries from their childhood. They're not able to rebuild into a strengthening relationships, relationships in their life because they're always playing the victim card of damage and brokenness. They've never fully recovered. And so it's just some of them. Maybe you identify those, uh, the victim, the controller, the vacillator, the pleaser, and the avoider. But let me just say what the, this article in Focus on the Family says. There's the secure, connected, secure, connected relationship. People who are secure in Jesus connected deeply in their identity, their heavenly father, allowing them to care and want to grow and work through things to be present and accounted for because of Jesus Christ. And they want to develop rich connections in their love relationship. And these are people that, uh, that clearly identify healthier because of Jesus Christ. That's all I wanted to share. Let me pray. God, uh, we know that as we self-identify, maybe we fall in some of these categories. God, we're just uh, using this time as men to, to get better. 
we I know there may be a man hearing this and this is well, some of these identities are playing out right now in their love relationship their marriage God pray that they would get help together uh, because these things are uh, things that we can carry for a long time that can be damaging to our relationships God I pray for these men to have a great start to the week a great Monday in Jesus name amen see you Wednesday hey thanks for listening And before you go, remember what we're trying to do is reach more men with this great information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Hey, you can subscribe right now on the app that you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my social media channels, which are linked in the episode notes to find more information. Lastly, I've got a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. Reviews, let each podcast hosting site know that great listeners like you enjoy our show. And that helps us expand our reach in search results, impacting more men than typical. Until next time.